Welcome to an episode of We Book Celebrities. I'm Danny Schill. I'm Dan Muller. Dan, it's been a long time. It's been a little bit of a break. We're, we're getting back into the swing of things with a, another hot episode. Yeah, we took two weeks off. Two whole weeks. Two whole weeks. You had a vacation. I got some teeth pulled out of my mouth. Yeah, respectively, uh, we had a lot going on. Yeah, we did. So we we had a few Mondays episode lists. Um a lot of people were really upset about it. I, yeah, we've fielded a lot of angry tweets uh, and emails, and we're sorry. We, we can't keep up with the demand all the time. Right. Uh, we know it's such a popular podcast <laughs> with over 25 followers. And uh, Is that the official amount? I, for no, I actually downplayed it to make us sound <laughs> more pathetic. We're doing better than That's that. That's encouraging. Yeah. <laughs> That's that's good. Um, yeah, I mean, I lost count of all the emails that we got. Oh, I will say this just real quick. When I was I like visited friends like out west, mm-hmm. and all of them said, "Yeah, I listened to your podcast." And I was like, "Oh shit, I forgot that like people I don't talk to on a regular basis can right. listen to this." Beautiful. So we are getting some some traction. Wow. From my pals, that's big news. Yeah. So they just showed you around Denver and L.A. Like, this is my famous podcast friend, Dan Muller. <laughs> nah, it wasn't like that. They were just <laughs> casually like, oh, yeah, that's it's not bad. I listened to two episodes. Right. Um, my oral surgeon, he uh, pulled my wisdom teeth out. Uh-huh. Gave yes. Me, uh, loved the podcast. Gave me for for free. No kidding. Oh, yeah. Yeah, just because <laughs> yep. of your brilliant work. <laughs> On the podcast. Exactly that. Cool, uh, man. Yeah, the, uh, the wisdom teeth were pretty quick and easy. Um, they pulled them out. Mm-hmm. Um, some pain. I thought I was going to be under. Right. And I thought they were going to put me out. And they did not. And they did not. <laughs> they just went for it. No, they uh, they put the mask on me and like it was blowing into my eyes for a little bit. I was like, Is this? I don't know if I want this gas in my eyes or whatever's mm-hmm. happening. So like he moved it, didn't fix it. And, like he finally fixed it. And then the other lady pulled something behind my chair and like pulled it off my face again. Okay. I was like, you just... Please just put this on so you can knock me out. I can just take my nap and you can pull these teeth out. And he's like, "Oh, you're you're not going under." I'm like, "What? I wow. I thought it was going to be out for this. I was not stressed at all about this procedure because I would just be yeah. knocked out." When I had it uh years back, they they knocked me out. Yeah. So it's uh I can't imagine what that would be like. No. I don't want to. <laughs> no, they gave me laughing gas and then you know, they stabbed me with some needles and dead and things, but uh uh still tricky. Do they hit you with the laughing gas after the first part? Like do or they just give it to you at the beginning right and then off you're the good. Bat. Yeah. They don't refill refill you? They give you oxygen during the procedure oh, and okay. then uh just to kind of help with or no, sorry, after the procedure they oh. give you oxygen to go back to come back out of it. Um, but yeah, they deaden it with all the scary needles and stuff. And that wasn't the best part either. Um, but he came in with pliers and just ripped the right one out immediately. No kidding. That was real fast. The other one, uh, a couple pulls and you could hear things just break. It kind of sounded like you just stepping on some tree limbs. That sounds pretty rough. Yeah. That was definitely the worst part. Well, but he gave it to me for free. He gave it to you for free, like, and we're here, and you're good now, and everybody's uh, back in the, the normal routine a little bit, right? Right. We're back into the swing of things. We have a celebrity. We do have a celebrity. We weren't going to show up empty-handed after two weeks. No. That uh-uh. would be 
poor show on our part. Right. We took a lot of that two weeks to find one of the best celebrities we could find. A, uh, a crowd favorite, I yeah. would say. <laughs> yes. I would say so, too. Uh, Nick Cage. Nicholas Cage. Man, I'm real excited. Let's uh, let's not let's quit futzing around here. Yeah, let's not beat around the bush. He's gonna be here very soon. Yep. Uh, and we'll be ready to chat with him right here on We Book Celebrities. All my We are back with We Book Celebrities. Thanks for tuning in, ladies and gentlemen. We're, we're joined by a very special guest. By Nicholas Cage. Hi, Nick. Oh, hey, hey guys. How's, how's it going? Really good. It's going really good now that you're here, man. Oh, we're the, happy to talk to you. It's a real nice patch you guys got here. Thank oh, you. Damn, thanks. that was very, oh, very clean. <laughs> <laughs> we're, just, we're trying. Yeah, I, was, uh, I was looking around and I noticed that you, uh, you have a bunch of comic books and a uh, real big fucking nerd. Well, I will. Those are not. Those are my roommates. But you got a problem with nerds? No, no, not at all. I, I'm actually here to kind of get into your guys' mindset here right now because. Uh, oh, okay. I was I was talking to my agent and I, I was telling him I need to I need to talk to the layman to get ready for my new movie coming out and uh, I figured that I just wanted to help like maybe one of these. Uh, I keep hearing about these these uh, podcasters. Right. Sure. Yeah. And uh, you know, like it seems like you guys wouldn't have any lives. You'd be yeah. able to tell me, like, if I brought up any nerd shit, you'd be like, oh, oh yeah, I, I know what that is. I could tell you what that is. Right. And I, I just, you know, it'd be fun. I'd just give you guys a little, you know, boost for whatever this, does it go in movie theaters or? Yeah. I mean, sometimes I've tried to get movie theaters to just broadcast it throughout the yeah, speaker. Yeah, maybe a still image up on the screen. <laughs> yes. Right, yeah. Nice, nice. Yeah. We- <laughs> I like how you're being uh, complimentary and uh, sort of condescending Very at the same time. <laughs> you know, I get it's that a, good a lot. Balance. I've had yeah. that... I'd say my entire career. It's strange you mentioned that. Mm-hmm. I guess it's not strange because I just said that's my entire career. I've heard that. Well, we're discovering it for the first time individually, at least. No, thank Danny you. and I. But I, I'm glad there's sort of a mutual benefit for you to be here and uh, for us to get the, the publicity for our show. So Right. And so you you do not consider yourself a nerd then? Oh, no, definitely not. No. But, I, uh, I own castles. I would think that's you kind do. of a that's kind of a gothy nerdy strange thing to do. Well, I mean, if you think about it, like it was owned like dukes and knights. If you think that's, about it, back in the day, right? That, like, yeah. They had big swords and armor. Have you uh, have you purchased any of the uh, these swords and armor for your castles? Of course, right? Yeah, I mean, why would you buy a castle if you didn't buy those things? <laughs> so you right. kind of see yourself as a as a duke or a knight in a modern context. In a modern a modern duke, if you will. <laughs> yeah, sure. I uh, I tried to get knighted by the queen, but apparently she says that uh, I wasn't worth her time. Yeah, I, I think they have to invite you. You can't. Yeah, I know. That's a real big bummer, right? <laughs> well, <laughs> There's a lot of people in the world. How's she just <laughs> gonna get someone randomly? I don't know. Maybe you could trade her that uh, dinosaur skull or something. Oh right? yeah, that's uh, that's never gonna be traded. Okay, well, just an idea. I'm gonna be buried inside of it. That's a good move. I mean, that that's is a that's good the move. reason you buy a dinosaur school, right? As right. a casket? Right. Yeah, and it's probably not too more, much more expensive than caskets are. Mm-hmm. So I think that was a good purchase there, Nick. Thank you. I think Thank that's you. Not, not too bad. Yeah, uh, I mean, I guess with all these castles and stuff, I don't want to jump too much into some problematic questions right off the bat, but how is your funds going financially? Ah, uh, that's a good question. Mm-hmm. It's a real good question. Can you talk about it? or? Um... I've been told by many people I shouldn't, but I feel like I should because you guys are asking me this question. Yeah, I mean, it's your first podcast. Uh, right. You might as well let it fly. 
Well, apparently if you try to buy a country and you don't fund it, that gets you in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Are you guys familiar with Croatia? I'm, I'm familiar. Yeah. Well, I, I, uh, I recently had bought some real estate across Europe, some castles, as you guys heard. Mm-hmm. Right. Uh, maybe a few old like churches and parishes, too. Just, you know, if you have castles, you want to also have like kind of a whole religious structure that they used to have in medieval ages. Naturally. Right, because it makes sense. The whole picture, right. Right, that connects. Uh, so I said to myself, how do I go bigger than this? Why not buy an entire country? And then I saw this one called Croatia. Are you guys familiar? Yeah. yeah you attempted to buy all of Croatia. Oh, no, I did buy Croatia. Oh, you did? Wow. Yeah. How does that work? Now, who do you, yeah, who do you go through Who's for this the purchase? Is oh, that would just... be, be the king of Croatia. <laughs> okay. Okay. I went to the king of Croatia to say, how much? He said, no, you know, just a few billion. And I was like, that's, that's, that's affordable. Did a few movies, did that uh, sequel to Ghost Rider, and... Uh, Apparently, a billion dollars is not what I'm making. <laughs> uh, you ran the numbers. Bounce the first check, and now Croatia's pretty upset at me. Okay. They don't deal with bounce checks very well, huh? No. Uh, have, so, you ever, have you ever seen their flag? Yeah. Uh-huh. There's a lot of white and red in it, right? Yeah, it's and like a little blue. checkered pattern. Yeah. I took out every red square and put a little tiny picture of my face in it. Wow. So the your, same photo every time? The or same a different photo. photo. Okay. Yeah. All right. Actually, one of them is just different in the center. You have to really look closely. <laughs> Not too big of a difference. Pretty subtle. It's subtle. It's I like that. I wanted to give it to my, my cage. I Well, I shouldn't say my cage fans. I call them the Rage Cagers. The Rage Cagers. It's pretty good. So they'd be in their, the country owned by me now. They'd say, oh, that one in the center. It's a little different. I'm a real Rage Cager. <laughs> That's what they say in Croatia now, I believe. Well, actually, I'd gotten those flags. I had replaced most of them in the country. My check bounced. And now they have to replace all those flags. And I'm being billed for that as well. Oh, that sounds oh, expensive. So you're Yes, $3 billion for that. It's actually oh, no. more than more the rent than for the Croatia. <laughs> Croatia loves flags. Every household, there's at least five flags, and they all have my face on them now. Okay. Wow. So are they just taking those down and replacing them? Oh, the they're all burning now? them. Oh, all burning? of them. Oh, oh no. I would, I would actually like one of those as a souvenir or something. <laughs> well, they're, they're literally going off the shelves and into the flames as we speak. I see. Right. Now, so. how does that make you feel watching your own flag and face burn? Uh, first, I thought I'd feel pretty bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it feels very empowering. It just reminds you that uh, time, much like ourselves, is just temporary. Right. That's kind of deep. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I like I like that perspective. And now, do you uh, do they speak Croatian over there? That's a I, good question. Do you uh, speak their language? Uh, I figured if I bought the country, right, they would start speaking Nicolas Cage. They would just adapt to you, right? Yes. <laughs> One thing I should clarify: I don't refer to what I speak as English. Right, not English. Yes. Uh, much like my acting style, which you will know is uh, Novoeo uh, Shamanic, as I refer to it, uh, acting style I made myself uh, that goes back to the age old of days of uh, opera and uh, shamanistic dancing, much like Native Americans. My goodness, wow. It kind of makes sense in hindsight. My language is much like that, which is really breathy. <laughs> That's and true. Just uh, yelling every once in a while. Some people would say it sounds like I'm doing a bad impression of myself, but that's just. That's just how I roll, baby. Right. It's just how you're doing it. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Now, where were you influenced on uh, some of your acting skills early and now? That's a good question. Like, uh, for, I mean, you're researching a role right now in a sense. Oh, yes. I, uh, is it an ongoing process? It is an ongoing process. I like to get very deep into the roles I play. I, I like to say, I, I, I don't know if you guys have heard this concept before, I become the character. That's a new one to me. I, I don't think anybody ever. out there is doing that. Um, I don't know if there's a style of that acting. I'd call it uh, becoming acting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> right. Um, and uh, yeah, I just I get deep into the character. Did you guys see that film Ghost Rider? 
Yes. Yeah, that's the, the, the flaming skeleton. The entire time I pretended my skull was on fire. <laughs> oh, no. It was awful. I would just yell every scene. And uh, it really, it really didn't work at all, actually. Yeah, I, I saw it, and it was not a great performance. Now, did you like go to hospitals and stuff like that? And said, "Hey, my face is on oh, fire." I talked to so many burn victims, yeah, <laughs> right? The Were burn they ward? insulted? Oh and yes, uh, apparently they they didn't like my questioning, and they didn't like the film. So uh, <laughs> writing that one off. That's why I did Ghost Rider two to come back stronger and harder. <laughs> Right? Did you try and empathize with these burn victims? I went back to the same burn victims. <laughs> oh, good. I asked them the same <laughs> questions. And, uh, yeah, they were even more upset the second oh, time. Oh, they weren't more receptive the second no. time. Oh, that's too bad. And then apparently for both of the films, the, the director would keep telling me, uh, the ghost writer actually doesn't feel his face on fire. And then I look at the film, and his, he's, first off, he has no flesh. It's just a skull. Right. I thought it was going to be my face on fire. Right. And then apparently he doesn't feel those flames either. That kind of defeats the purpose. Yeah. Then, well, it sounds like uh, creative differences between you and oh, the, definitely the director. Definitely. Did you uh, learn to ride a motorcycle? Did you do those? Or do you already do that? What is a motorcycle? Generally, that is uh, consists of two wheels. Two wheels. Okay. And that's uh, what the ghost. Wait, rider. wait, 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 wait. Hold up. Two wheels. How do you? What, it, what do they call that when your hand for it? What do you what do you call that in a car when it uh, to propel it? It rooms, rooms right to accelerate. Right, there's only two wheels. You'd fall over. Right, it's not in the front or the back. Like they are parallel to each other. Not Wait. parallel. Sorry, yeah. <laughs> parallel to They're each in other. In front of each other. Why would you other? put a wheel in front of a wheel? <sighs> Just so I didn't know this was. I didn't. I feel like as the Ghost Rider, you would have an understanding of that. It. Was that was all post production? I guess so. Yeah, I'm realizing now that. You probably just threw your voice into the. Oh yeah, definitely. Okay. Uh, uh, they did have this uh, giant. Uh, I want to say vehicle that did have something like those two wheels. Uh, there was like an engine between them, and every time I tried to get on it, I would just start screaming, <laughs> right. because I said to myself, "There's, there's no way this could be a real thing." And then they told me it would go forward, and is the most frightening experience I've ever had in my life. <laughs> I mean, it's a pretty standard common occurrence, but right. yeah, the, the director came to me afterwards. Uh, told me first off stop screaming my face isn't on fire in this scene and to get on the the vehicle i told him no you can fix that in post so uh, he agreed to do that uh, okay, okay i see yeah i mean i was gonna say the the graphics were a little uh spotty at times and it did seem like there was not even a person on the motorcycle but you pulled it off i'd say thank, thank you i yeah, think it was did. a great role <laughs> now, <laughs> they're so humble now how do you get around day to day uh, if yeah, you're not riding yeah do you have some a fleet of Cars, vehicles, what do you do? Have you guys ever heard of a rickshaw? Yeah. Wow, yeah. Uh, it's a, it's a kind of an old tradition with my family. Uh, uh, you can have these uh, little vehicles, uh, not that parallel thing you're talking about, which sounds frightening. <laughs> uh, they're actually completely side safe. by side, yeah. which makes sense it's to rickshaw, me. Rickshaw, two right. wheels, right? Uh, I have a person come, uh, usually wearing a giant rice hat, and uh, he'll just take me wherever I want to go. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> Why do you do you require them to wear the rice hat or is that voluntary? Oh no, that's a family tradition. Oh okay, so you do require them to do it. Have you guys ever seen the movie Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Are you familiar with the opening uh, part with Mickey Rooney? Right. My family's a big fan of that scene. Famously, <laughs> just uh, that's one of Mickey's best roles. What a, He's a classic. Thank you. What an interesting influence. So anything Pan Asian American that we enjoy, we like to kind of get into that it makes us think of our childhoods <laughs> and how we'd all gather around the household and watch 
breakfast. Well, only the opening scene of Breakfast <laughs> Yes. Right. And you move on to something. Then move it on it instantly afterwards. <laughs> right. It was glad- yeah. So that's a, that's a Coppola. Would you, would you guys like me to do some impressions? Re- I would really not. I, I, feel I was like, going to say yes, but. Okay. Uh, I, f- I feel like that would get us in trouble uh, since that role now is kind of known to be uh, <laughs> super offensive. <laughs> oh, what do, you, what do you mean by that? Uh, I, I don't know, know if we need to get into it. He doesn't understand so, concepts of motorcycles, so I feel like the idea of racing. Keep hearing uh, about those too. Yeah, it's strange. Maybe we should. Ju- yeah, we could move forward. But that is a really unique insight that you provided. I think. Uh, think f- all of our fans are gonna appreciate that. Right. It's a Coppola class. You know, it's mm-hmm. a it's a Coppola tradition, and that was going to be one of my questions, uh, just yeah. about your family and your decision to. Oh, right. uh, not I, use the Coppola name. I had a feeling this would come up indeed. And I was hoping you were uh, okay to answer questions yeah, about as, it. Uh, a lot of people know I'm a cousin, a, well, not even a distant cousin, direct cousin to Francis Ford Coppola. Yes. Right. And uh, people always ask me, why Why didn't you take the name of this famous director? You guys might be familiar with him. Uh, I think his most famous work is uh, uh, Captain EO. It's uh, The Disney... Uh, yeah. <laughs> yes, it's a Disney theme park ride starring Michael Jackson, R.I.P. <laughs> yeah. Right. And... Uh, uh, good friend of mine too. Um, That's objectively his best work, you'd say. I, objectively, I, I'd say it's his only work in my oh, opinion. Oh, okay, yeah, okay, right. I agree with that. At the Coppola household, that's usually when we get together. The two things we do: watch the beginning of Breakfast at Tiffany's, <laughs> and then usually uh, good old Uncle Coppo uh, will talk about how great and amazing Captain Neo was in that. It's basically his swan song, uh-huh. which is usually people use the term as the last thing they do before they die. But he says that it's all just kind of uh, echoes from that for everything he does in his career from here on up. Right. Okay. Uh, if you're not familiar, Michael Jackson is a space captain. And he dances. Yes. Yes. Yeah, I can't say I've seen it. I've actually uh, been. It's like a 3D movie at, at uh, Disney World's Epcot. Yes, uh, that stands for the three dimensions. I didn't know that. So that's good. That's good. Uh, I, I but know I've, I've been. And all seen the it. dimensions are engaged in that film. It is uh-huh. a masterpiece. <laughs> I, that's absolutely true. So okay, but you, not to get off topic, why did you change your name? Okay, so I, uh, I believe in being a working man. Uh, I like being part of the people, relating to the people. Okay, doing mm-hmm. everyday people things. I'll, I'll take my rickshaw often to very uh, nice coffee shops in the area, and I'll get a coffee. And uh, have you guys heard of this beverage? A coffee beverage? Yeah, yeah. yeah a lot of people pretty... drink this. I'll go there. I'll say I'll have one coffee, and then I'll drink that. And I'll say to myself, I'm like the normal man. So when I started my film career, I'm saying, I'm going to do the same thing. I'm going to change my name so people don't say, oh, it's, it's, it's the cousin of Francis Ford Coppola, the director of Captain EO, which at that point in my career, that movie wasn't coming out. But he had plans since I've known him. To do uh, that. If I was to look up how old he is, uh, which I've forgotten. <laughs> right, yeah. I don't well, know. Well, I don't know my, my uncle's age at right the, now. At oh, the yeah. age of 10. Uh-huh. Captain Neo was in his. It was in the canon. Is oh. <laughs> in there? Oh, wow, really? that's impressive. So it's precocious. We, we, every family gathering. Okay, the two. Well, this was before that had come out. So we'd watch Breakfast at Tiffany's beginning scene, and he'd say, "Little Nick, let me sit you down. I have something to tell you." And then he'd go over the the plot of Captain Neo, and I'd say, "I can't take your name. You're going to be too famous one day." <laughs> so I said to myself, "I have to change my name," and that's when I decided that day from on, when I went into acting, it was going to be Nicholas Cage. Right. Or sometimes I like to pronounce it Nicholas Kaj. 
Kaj. Yes, that's the actual pronunciation, but people have gone with Nicolas Cage at this point that I I don't want to correct them. It'd be condescending. Yeah. Or yeah. disappoint the Rage Cagers out there. Oh, definitely. I can't call them the Raj Cagers. Raj Cagers, yeah. That Though that does sound nice. Yeah. Now, I've heard a couple variations on why you have given uh, yourself the last name of Cage. Um, would you like to set the record straight? and say why and where the name Cage came from. Oh, yeah. Sure. Hit me with those reasons, my brother. Uh, well, I've heard that uh, you were born and uh, raised in a cage. Um, I also heard... Aren't we all, though? I mean, yeah, a metaphorical... Cage. Yeah, exactly. Thank you. Sure. That definitely makes sense. Um, I also heard it was based on a comic book character, uh, Luke Cage. Um, oh. But since you are not a geek and made fun of us for being nerds, I assume that can't be the case no, either no I've, I've heard that rumor too and uh once again i asked people what are these comics that i was just looking at here earlier and uh, right. i've had someone explain to me many times but uh, apparently it's a drawing not a a, fo- a photography graph right and, so you uh, say it. photography graph right there's pictures and words next to each other and they go through a, a sequential story mm-hmm. i said to myself haven't you nerds heard of movies that's a good point right <laughs> yeah that's so much easier now, right? granted if this was before movies they make sense to me on a level right but mm-hmm. after movies been invented what are you doing? Why do anything else? No, it doesn't make sense. So, uh, yes, that's it's true. It's not from uh, this Luke Cage character I keep hearing about. Uh, people would tell me, like, oh, Luke Cage, is that your name? I'm like, sweet Christmas. No, it's not. Right. I feel like as we get deeper into this interview, uh, I feel like I'm on a different level from other people sometimes. I want to be part of the common man, but they'll tell me these things like, no, that's just me you're talking about. But then they'll say, no, this is a, a fictional work or a character that doesn't exist. And then I'll get very upset and then I'll think back to my role as Ghost Rider and start screaming again because <laughs> I feel like my skull's on fire. And, uh, so you, it sounds like you utilize that role to yes. handle a lot of situations. This is usually happening in most coffee shops I visit. <laughs> oh, no. Right? So, or on the rickshaw. Yes, on the rickshaw. Uh, uh, there's a, a lot of shops I can't go because uh, I'll bring in my, my compatriot, the one usually driving the rickshaw. Right. Uh, his name's Robert. And... Uh, I'll have him with the rice hat. I also put the fake teeth on him, too. Naturally. Oh, no. And a lot of the coffee shops will ask me, please don't have that in here. <laughs> so I've, I've become very limited to where I can go. Uh, but I'll be talking to him about this. He'll bring up a comparison of some sort. I'll start thinking about that flame skull, and I'll start screaming again. And then usually I'll get kicked out. So mm-hmm. there's only really a few places I can go at this point for coffee. Mm-hmm. What were we talking about again? <laughs> I, oh, I was boy. curious if you're going to get back to how you came up with your last name. Oh, but- uh, no, I just saw a cage and I said, that's cool. And I put that as my last name. Ah, damn okay. it. Bird cage. <laughs> uh, what, uh, parrot, parakeet, what kind of bird was it holding? Oh, that's a good question. I was just looking at the cage at that point. Didn't even matter. Oh, not even structure. registering. Yeah. You just like cages. Okay. If only I could go back to the day and see if there was a bird inside of it and what kind of bird it was. Uh-huh. If, only. if only. Well, maybe you, will, yeah, maybe you would have been Nicholas Parrot and that's not near as catchy as Wait, Nicholas hold Cage up. is. Hold up. Oh, I like that. That's really good. Oh, no. Oh, wow. We might have started a revolution here. I have, uh, I have about $4 billion to pay back, and uh, this could be the boost I need for my career. <laughs> right? As in, like... But, yeah, I don't know. Here, counterpoint. You've already built uh, an image, a, a brand of sorts, under the name Nicolas Cage. Would you really want to ruin that? Oh, that's very true. Uh, going back to that question about me changing my name, uh, I've actually become so successful as an actor. That's right. Uh, my uncle's come back to me and he actually asked, hey, could I get a little whiff of that? Uh, he was telling me, could I change my name? I told him it probably would be Kuth. Uh, but he was thinking Francis Frickless Cage. 
from here on out. That's not where I thought it was going to go. So here's my theory now after hearing this. I could give him that boost. He'd get off my last name, all that popularity needs. If he ever does, like, let's say, a Captain EO 2, God willing. That's a good move, yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Is that in the works? Uh, I can't say at this point. Okay. It's it's an NDA, if you're familiar with those, a non-disclosure agreement I actually signed, Okay, as did all the Coppolos. Oh, and if you do break contract, you will be hanged in front of an audience. In front of an audience? We've lost a lot of Coppolos. You can still do that? (laughs) Oh, you can do anything if it's in contract. Uh, You can buy an entire country. From the King of Croatia, if you just signed a piece of paper. Well, well, it takes. You heard it here first. Thank you. All right. Uh, so he would change his name to Francis Frickless Cage. Right. And then I could, he'll have that, and then I could change my name to Nick Parrot. <laughs> oh, so you would you would a, make a move? It's a double whammy. I see. There's Captain EO coming out from Francis Frickless Cage. They're saying, oh, that's Nicholas Cage. He's directing films. They'll be tricked, but they'll still be like, oh, this is good. And they'll see, who's this Nicholas Parrot? At the same right. time, the weekend coming out for the new film I'm working on that might be in conjunction with them. That's a good move. I just remembered that uh, Captain EO two might be a bit of a challenge because Michael Jackson is no longer with us. Oh, that's very true. Uh, have you guys seen those? Uh, remember those Hoover commercials? No, uh, I, don't, uh, I don't think. In the in the mid to late '90s, they uh, they took a dead man and they made him use a vacuum machine. <laughs> what? Yes. I don't know this. It's, uh, it's, look it up on this YouTube. <laughs> okay. He knows about YouTube. Really. Right. Thank you. Thank you. And um, we're going to do the same thing. Okay. Oh, with Michael Jackson. We're going to take clips from his career and uh, sound clips and use that for his words. And then uh, we're just CGI that motherfucker right in there. Easy. And, and make him vacuum? It's what he would want. Oh, definitely he'll be vacuuming too. <laughs> okay, good. Space is very dusty. <laughs> yeah. So I've heard. So, so far, uh, the opening scene... Oh, I'll break contract. I'll risk myself being <laughs> oh, hanged. Good. All right. Uh, so, all right. <laughs> that was pretty easy. <laughs> uh, yeah, you know, I'm I'm pretty easy going, common guy. Uh, so far, the opening scene is we 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 shoot up, uh, camera pans up, and it's uh, you know, it's Michael Jackson. He's in his spacesuit, mm-hmm. and uh, he goes, "Shamon," and uh, that's about the only thing we have right now. Okay, so it's still in the early stages. It's very early, but uh, I just this is going to be the first billion dollar picture, I mm-hmm. would say. Okay. Three dimensions. Three. We are going to do four dimensions. Doing four oh, dimensions. This a time spray right. of water or something. Yeah, it's yeah. a tactile one. So okay, right. Like uh, let's say he's going through an asteroid belt and there's a uh, you know he's having to dodge us. We're gonna try to have a machine that will launch rocks. <laughs> that will launch rocks into people's faces. Sorry, I was just thinking of a joke I heard earlier when I was coming up with that idea. Naturally, yeah, we won't go into the joke. <laughs> it, uh, yeah, it's, okay. It's so, dangerous. Yes. How big are rocks are we talking? Yeah. Do you, you want to hear the joke I was laughing about? No, let's just talk have about. Have you these guys rocks ever seen the beginning of Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> yes, we have. Yeah. Okay, <laughs> okay. but uh, yeah, so he'll be going through like an asteroid belt and then uh, we'll launch rocks at people's faces. Sorry, he's thinking of Francis that, Tiffany's that, again. I'm getting a little emotional yeah. about this. I mean, Mickey Rooney is hilarious, so yeah. Yeah. there's no denying that. So He'll, these rocks. Yeah. He's going to be second build in the film. Oh, okay. So <laughs> two dead guys started yes. off. He'll be there and be like, do you need some help with directions, right. Mr. Michael? <laughs> no. Sorry, he couldn't resist. He had to. <laughs> he just loved it too much. That's fair. Right. So these, so these rocks are going to be launched into faces. Uh, pebbles or like full on oh, full on rocks okay good. okay and uh, you know just little things like he'll be working on his uh, space panel and maybe something will go wrong and we'll we'll have a device to electrocute the audience as well. <laughs> okay <laughs> alright two for two yeah. I uh, yeah I don't know, I don't know how that. long this ride will be it'll be kind of a for. funny moment in the film because it's just like a little shock and it'll be like ah 
because uh, it's Michael Jackson. Right, you could use that um, same. But sound. the audience is going to be shocked at Tensla. So Michael Jackson is relatively unscathed, but the audience is really going to feel it. Oh, yes. They <laughs> <Okay>. definitely will. <laughs> right. Now, uh, would you have them, you know, on in the ocean and you have like water spray them or like right in the car and have wind blown in their face or anything like that? I'd anything safer? Anything that happens in the film will be uh, paid back to the audience at least tri- triple fold. Okay. <laughs> okay. We're trying to avoid anybody dying in the film right now, but uh, also Francis Frickless Cage does want this to be an actual work of art. So death is inevitable. Is it right. So Who? we're trying to think maybe if one character dies, let's say it's an audience of 30 people, that means with just three we'd have to X off. That's not bad ratio. Okay. Yeah, that's reasonable. That's what's what's the demographic for this? Are you going for like a Disney theme park audience again or what? Oh, of course. Okay. okay. All right, good. Definitely. I don't see any legal troubles ahead of you. No. No, definitely not. A nice mo- So when you say like you want it to happen uh triple, are you saying like if a little bit of rocks are thrown at a character there's a l- three times the amount of rocks. Definitely. Okay. So if like you have a scene where like they're riding a motorcycle and you're going like 75 miles an hour. Wait a second. What, what's that again? <laughs> oh, right. right. We already kind of explained it enough. All right. Some moving vehicle. Okay. There we go. And you're going like 75 a rickshaw. miles an hour. Yeah. A rickshaw. Yeah. A rickshaw. There you go. And so the wind's blowing in your face 75 miles an hour and you triple it. Yes. There would be a... 2,000 miles per hour. Yep, that's how math works. So you get a big fan to just blow. <laughs> to simulate. That actually is the point why we haven't started the film. We haven't found a fan uh, that's doable to put in every seat that would blow that hard. <laughs> right. So that's, that's the issue we're having right so now. So you've harvested all of the rocks uh, and yeah. got the, the electric no, chairs. Was easy. Rocks are everywhere. <laughs> sure. Yeah. Electricity also everywhere. It's also all everywhere. Right. <laughs> Uh, giant fans hard to come by that's the problem yeah especially if you're trying to put them in like the seat in front of you mm-hmm. and then that's that's a problem I don't know how you fix that issue yet Nick. they're very large seats right now <laughs> okay <laughs> right I'd say it's like, about apartment size yeah like just big fan boats that you're sitting in and even then getting a machine that can blow out uh, wind at 2,000 miles an hour that's that's the tricky part right now right <laughs> wow okay I want to. I want to go and see this movie. Uh, I would not recommend. I'm it. a little skeptical, personally. <laughs> as much as it's going to be his best work, you are. Uh, you're rolling those dice, as they say. Right. I mean, I got 27 out of 30, so I think I'm all right. Okay. I'm and willing to risk it. At first, we thought killing audience members not a good idea. But are you guys familiar with the ride Space Mountain? Yes. Yeah. Somebody died on that ride, and that's all the only ride people talk about at Disney. Somebody died on that. Yeah, I didn't know that. Oh no. So imagine if we're doing this every day. No, people are really going to be talking. <laughs> right. oh, yes. All press yes, is good will. press, right? <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> well, I'm ex- I, I'm glad you're so passionate about uh, the projects you got coming up. I'm glad right. you violated your uh, NDA <laughs> and told us. Um, it was definitely worth it for a project that we haven't even finished yet. <laughs> I mean, right. Danny and I have nothing to lose. That's true. So, uh, yeah, I'm glad we're you good could, with that. Yeah. yeah. I'm glad you could come on here and uh, introduce one of your... Uh, it's, uh, it's part of that becoming acting that I like to call <laughs> oh, it's naturally. A, it's so I can, I can use that fear of being hung by Francis, uh, sorry, was it? Francis Frickless Cage, sorry. Just, <laughs> sure. you right, know, you gotta, I've known him as Francis Ford Coppola my whole life, right. so I'm getting used to that, because I think at this point we will be going on with that, and I will be changing my name to Nicholas Parrot. Nicholas yeah, Parrot. Now, right. may I suggest Nick Parrot? I, I like Nick Parrot. It, bro, it, it's more casual. Than, yeah. It's more casual every man. What about Nick Parrotless? 
That's not bad. Parrotless? Parrotless. So you don't have to like... Because I think if you were Nick Parrot, people would expect you to have a parrot. But then if it's Nick Parrot list, they might think that, oh, it doesn't have to have a parrot since he might be a parrot That's true. I do want people to think I have a parrot. <laughs> right. Uh, I believe that's how you can relate to the common man. Right. Right. And uh, you might get out of that debt also if you have changed your name. That might help you a little bit financially. Yeah, you could hide from the uh, IRS or whatever. And the Croatian What's mob that. that uh, let's not go down that mm-hmm. path. Okay. I'm just saying it would be helpful to you in, in a variety of ways. Right. Uh, now we we uh, we were able to talk about one of your projects. Uh, yeah. Do you have any other, other projects coming up? Yes. Uh, I was talking about earlier that. Uh, We'd release Captain EO2, and I'd try to do a film at the same time that we'd release. Uh, now is Nick Parrotless. Uh, mm-hmm. oh, sorry. Nick Lick Nye Parment. You're getting a little further okay. away from it. Wait a minute. Okay, Lick. No, wait. Nick. Okay. So I'd release another film as Holly Hunter. Um, <laughs> okay, yep, that works. And uh, it would be uh, the role I recently got, and uh, we're starting production on it now called. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog. Whoa! Oh, they're they're making a Sonic. Oh, movie? so you guys are familiar with this? Yeah, yeah. I think most I see this once again. I have again. to I have to give it to my publicist because I said I need to I need to do research for this role. I I know very little about this Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, he's apparently a video game character. Yeah, correct. Great. Yeah. Oh, on Sega, it yeah. was a great game, great character. Mm-hmm. Very nice. I'm excited they're turning that into a movie. Are yeah. you gonna play the titular Sonic? Please don't use those words. Sorry. Yeah, that might be a little much. Uh, right. I want this to be a family-friendly podcast. <laughs> Fair enough. Oh, Thank right. you. Think, okay. Yeah, we'll keep it. We'll keep it uh, PG. Uh, it is going to be an emotional ride. Uh, I do want to keep this accessible to the whole family. Uh-huh. Uh, but I've been doing research on the Sonic character online. And, You're uh, playing Sonic. You're I'm playing Sonic the Sonic. Hedgehog. He's okay. A, he's a blue cartoonist hedgehog character. Right. Apparently, that runs very fast. Mm-hmm. Something I can relate to. Collects rings. Yes. I don't know if you ever see me run. I've never no. quick, huh? very fast. Okay, yeah. Okay. Uh, when I'm not rickshaw bound, uh, <laughs> right? right. Natural. right. Yeah. But uh, so I was looking up on to get ready for this role online, and uh, uh, he's kissing a lot of other cartoon characters. Whenever I type into Google, mm-hmm. I'll type Sonic the Hedgehog, and then he's uh, kissing a Scooby Doo, or he's like. <laughs> I feel like that's cross pollinating. <laughs> I don't know that from I, I, the show he's or kissing, the video. He's kissing game. a Shrek. So uh, there's <laughs> there's a role of sexuality I need to put into this. <laughs> I don't know. If I don't remember that in the video games. I think you're you're going down a weird uh, path on the internet yeah. and maybe not getting the most. Uh, accurate. He has a he has a companion named Tails the Fox. He right. has two tails. That that much is true. Yeah. He kisses him the most. Oh, oh, I've I don't seen remember that. I don't think. Have you played the game itself? No. You should play the game because there's probably a lot less kissing right. in the what's, game. What's the point of the game then? Uh, you run around. You get rings. Uh, you beat the Do the you kiss Eggman the rings? boss. Uh, not usually. There is zero percent kissing that I know of I, yeah, in the I, game or the show. That's oh, there's a show. There there's is, a cartoon. There was a show. TV cartoon, right? Does I he would, kiss anyone in that show? I don't think so. I, Maybe a nice little peck, but <laughs> he's not. At the very least, he's not kissing someone like Shrek. <laughs> right, you know, Shrek role. doesn't I, make an appearance. I've already yet. been in talks with Michael Myers. <laughs> oh, have you? <laughs> oh, so are you casting this also yourself? Yes, you're okay. funding it and doing. I told, hey, Sega Corporation, don't worry, I got this one. Right, uh, they'd seen uh, Ghost Rider Two: Spirit of Vengeance. Yes, I said, of course, <laughs> you know what you're doing, and uh, instantly called Mike Myers. I said, "Can I kiss you?" <laughs> and he said. Yeah, baby. That's Michael Myers, that's by the way. Good. Oh, yeah. From his film, he did uh, I Married an Axe Murderer. Right. That's yeah. Remember where, uh, oh, okay. The, the titular scene. 
Sorry. No, he's sorry. Can't my say language. That, please, no, you guys said it, and I started saying it. There's kids uh, listening. But he, he plays the husband, and uh, his wife says, Hey, I'm an axe murderer. And he goes, Yeah, baby. I do remember that <laughs> You're scene. You're pretty good at that. Thank impression. you. Yeah. I'm very good at impressions. <laughs> That's pretty good. Uh, so, is Michael Myers <laughs> attached to the film? He's definitely going to be attached to my lips in this film. <laughs> okay. As uh, Shrek. We've done a few uh, like uh, pre production scenes to get ready. He has the green makeup on right now i'm trying to work it where i have my blue makeup on and it's just smashing together so the blue and the green are together and it doesn't look good around the lips right it just kind of makes a brown yeah doesn't really and then i start screaming i gotta get these rings and uh it looks it doesn't look good so far i uh, i like this idea though i think it's gonna be a very unique uh finished so far, product so far i have him and then i have a cgi scooby-doo that i'll also be kissing and you just kind of have to pretend you're kissing yes. nothing in right. those scenes. It's the hardest part of acting nowadays oh. is that post-production. Right. Yeah, <laughs> that's true. Yeah. So it's a, it's like you stand in front of a green screen nice. and sort of just since stick I already your tongue have, out? Since I already have Michael Myers there, he's sitting in the scene of Scooby-Doo. Uh, oh. So he's kind of like a... We have him in a Hulk green suit, which is easy because he already has the Shrek paint on. <laughs> right. So... <laughs> The head's he all green blind. and the arms are, so we just have to put like a green t-shirt on him. Right. So and then cool. I'll say, well, this isn't post-production. I need you to sit in this role. And then I start kissing him again. <laughs> then he goes, yeah, baby. <laughs> and then we'll just edit that out and it'll be Scooby-Doo. <laughs> I like how he's I using his <laughs> signature phrase. He won't stop saying it. It's very annoying. It seems pretty, ob- yeah, pretty obnoxious. <laughs> now, have you, uh, have you cast anybody else in this movie for Tails or... Uh, Knuckles or any of the other oh, characters. Right, yeah. Oh, those are other characters I've seen him kissing online. <laughs> right. Uh, so far for, uh, I'd say right now we're doing a post-production as well for Knuckles. As uh, Are you guys familiar with Michael Jackson? Oh, no. Yeah, but there's that's a problem, though, again. Oh, that's right. I think we were just talking about that, weren't we? I, I we were, so. Nick. Yeah. yeah, we were. Okay, let me think about this. I mean, unless it's another CGI situation. Nicholas Perry. Yes, we were. Okay. Okay. So, he's dead. That's for sure. R.I.P. Yep. Michael Jackson. <laughs> right. Yeah. We're going to sure. CGI him as Knuckles. Well, here's... We're going to CGI him as Knuckles, but we're going to CGI the makeup on him as well. It's not going to be like him as Knuckles. So, just imagine like his face, but it's all painted red. Right. Like a bright red, but we're also going to put like a feather headdress on him too. Okay. Right. Uh, kind of... Have you guys seen the film Breakfast at Tiffany's? <laughs> Yes, we have. Yeah. Kind of like how they uh, they did the I want to say becoming acting with uh, Mickey Rooney's character. <laughs> right. We're gonna make Nick. We're gonna make uh, Michael Jackson. He's gonna be playing a Native American as Knuckles in post production CGI. Give him a red face. All right. Okay. Makes, yeah. I see. He's gonna look at me and say, "Hey, how are you?" And then I'm gonna kiss him. <laughs> <laughs> Just right off the bat. Right off the bat. <laughs> okay. That which. Leads me to another question. What is the? Is there any actual storyline, or is it just a lot of kissing? Uh, so there's the villain, as you guys mentioned earlier, Doctor Eggman. Doctor yes, Eggman, right. yeah. Uh, he says, "I bet you can't kiss everyone here." <laughs> so it's a challenge. He sets up a challenge. He sets up a challenge. The very first scene. <laughs> yeah, I say, uh, I'm the fastest thing alive. I can kiss whatever I want. I start running around in circles, and then I run out there, and I start kissing everyone in that cartoon universe. And there's is there any dialogue after that or not much not okay. a lot <laughs> a lot yeah I mean I think you're onto something with the whole shared universe that's big now so yes. I think you crossing into other characters that's probably a good call the kissing part I think might confuse people some everybody kisses that's valid R- right yeah so they it's relatable in that way 
I feel like it's going to be the one-two punch when we release these films that you guys might not be seeing. So Captain EO 2 hits on the, the fact everybody dies. Right. Mm-hmm. So, you know, we lose a few people. Right. Good publicity. Uh, Sonic the Hedgehog, the movie, is going to hit on the fact everybody kisses. It's uh, it's kind of like it's going over the whole gamut of being human right there. Again, yeah, connecting with the everyman, uh, which is part of what you've done your whole career. Thank you. Okay. I feel welcome. like I'm very relatable. you're getting there you've you've been pretty relatable so far yeah you You should keep believing that don't ever change thank you Mm -hmm. so is there is there anything else about this movie that you would like to share with us full penetration (laughs) with uh with with all characters or shrek or what all characters all characters right now are there human characters in this or is it all animals uh i would say that it's gonna be everybody in makeup Okay, so, so it's not human on animal interaction. No, ever. Okay, good. I um, we will CGI in cartoon characters, but they'll be in the background. Just watching okay. the kids. Everybody who's in the, uh, the foreground or main actors in the film will be just humans in makeup. Okay, I don't want to spoil anything, but I feel like I know how this movie ends. How's that? The uh, the Doctor Eggman. Yes. He uh, challenges you. He says, "I bet you can't kiss everybody." And then you go out and you do it. Thank you. And at the uh, final scene, he goes, well, you forgot somebody. <laughs> and then oh. you have to kiss him. He does like one of those like double takes like, oh, like over here. Right, right. right. And then I kiss him and then I fully penetrate him. <laughs> oh, and that's that's where that happens. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> that's a, a pretty good It's suggestion. a big buildup. <laughs> yeah. I'm just going to get so horny from kissing everybody. Right. And he's just been waiting for it the whole film. It's going to be like... Uh, two forces colliding with each other. Okay. Right. That natural gravity they'll make is the full penetration. Now, is the full penetration, is that implied or is that shown? Oh, it is shown. It's oh, okay. shown. All right. Now, is that going to be a prosthetic or is that going to be CGI? What are you going to use for the private areas? Oh, that's a good question. We haven't gone that for into uh, production. Yet. Okay. I was thinking I could do maybe like an equius kind of thing where it is just fully me on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, falling in love with horses. Uh, or we could just do the CGI too, uh, but once again, it would be CGI, but as like a human part. <laughs> okay. Seems, why can't you just <laughs> use a your own? Because uh, it's got to be. I mean, it's got to be blue. You gotta you gotta leave the audience wondering sometimes. That's true. Okay, Danny, you had a, I, I we talked about a question you had for uh, for Nick here um, that I think ties in. Sonic has the you know the spiky hedgehog right. hair Very spikes. Cool. Uh, which is very different from your hair. You've got a very interesting hairline, and uh, oh yes, we kind of just wanted to know what was up with that. If you if you're using any products, or you know, if it's something that's yes, changed. Uh, remember age. that that uh, that rickshaw chauffeur I have, Robert. <laughs> yes, Rob. Oh, he, okay, right. right. Okay. So we uh, also uh, you can let him in if you want. Like he's oh no, just, he's not allowed inside uh, most uh, places. Uh, just coffee shops just got, where I can start yelling at him if I need I to. I do see him out through the window there. He's he's yeah. holding up. Hey Robert, how's it going? Oh, he can't hear. He us. Just, okay, yeah, I love yeah. doing that's a good bit. It's not bad. <laughs> yeah. All right. So Man, people to, are just honking their horns at him in that little that hat in the costume. Standing in the middle, of and then the he keeps road. going. I'm so sorry. <laughs> he should move that and quit with the accent. Yes. Uh, do you make him do the? Accent? Oh, definitely. Okay. So that's not by choice. <laughs> no, I do pay him two million dollars a week though. Okay. Yeah, Pretty good pay. I don't feel so bad. That anymore. seems a little hurtful on your pocketbook, but let's. I'm not here to judge your financial decisions. Yeah. Oh, I got it down. Don't worry. <laughs> it I'm ready like for that it. one-two punch. <laughs> right. Okay. So uh, Rob's hair. <laughs> yes. Uh, what were you gonna say about that? Uh, oh, I just yeah. say, "What do you want to do with my hair today, Rob?" He says, "I have some ideas," and then I'll just let him do whatever he wants. 
Oh, and he's sort of a stylist too. Yes. Uh, his once again, that's not how he actually talks. But anytime he's around me, he has to talk that way. He has to talk. It just right. brings me back to my childhood, and it's a sense of comfort for me. Right. So even for the movies, uh, even directors are like, All <laughs> "Hey guys, right. real quick, guess what my favorite baseball team is? What's that? The Cleveland Reds." <laughs> uh, okay. That's Cincinnati. Oh, sorry, <laughs> got them mixed up. Right. Not sometimes I just uh, forget what I'm doing. Uh, but the Cincinnati Reds, definitely. Cincinnati okay. Reds. Okay. Can you guys guess why? <laughs> why? Oh boy. Uh, oh, it's just I like to ask that question sometimes. Uh, do you have an answer? No. Okay. I never was able to figure it out. Okay. I thought <laughs> All my clothing though is definitely that mascot on it. <laughs> okay. One of my favorite things. So the the Reds or the Cleveland Indians? Which part are you mixing up, Nick? Yeah, I, I don't know. Oh, that's a good question. Probably the Indian ones, right? <laughs> the, the Chief Wahoo? Yes, the Chief Wahoo. Oh, yeah, culturally yeah, insensitive not just Chief the Wahoo. Color, Guys, I'm not R. a big sportsman, if you can't tell. But you got to have a favorite team. Once again, relating team. to the common man. Uh, sure. Yeah, it's yeah. part of the image. We got to rein Nick back in a little bit. Yeah. Okay. He's just spouting off random <laughs> favorite baseball teams. This uh, has been interesting, though. So, so your hairdos that you've had throughout the films... Uh, is that just Rob having the final say, even if directors want you to have a different look? I look him deeply into my eyes and I say, I want my hair to be your canvas. Do it! Okay. Usually <laughs> exactly like that it? every day. <laughs> I'll close my eyes and then whatever I see in that mirror afterwards, we're going with. I think he was most inspired uh, circa Con Air. That, oh. that was my favorite Nick Cage. Oh my God, those beautiful locks. When I get out yeah. of that plane, they're just waving around. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Now, did you grow that out, or was that a wig? Oh, all natural. All natural. If I concentrate really hard, I can make my hair grow. So it doesn't take long? No, not wow. at all. You can okay. do it quick. Top about 20 minutes. <laughs> okay. Uh, I mean, we could. you can probably get it all out by the end of this podcast, but we won't force it. We Thank don't want you to you. be yeah, distracted. No, yeah, give the attention to the interview and not the hair right you, now. Right. Save yeah. it for when you're in the rickshaw. Thank you. <laughs> Right. I mean, I'm just excited about the Sonic movie in all It's going to be good. It's going to be really good. And, and Captain EO2 is something I didn't even think we were going to get that kind of information here today. And uh, right. At the risk of my life. At the risk of your life. Right. Yeah. What, what are the repercussions of you sort of violating that agreement? And uh, well, We are going to release this to an audience. I don't and know. And I'm not going to stop you. I okay. appreciate right. it. Mm-hmm. I will never interrupt somebody's artistic work. Okay, right? good. That's, uh, that's very kind. But how it will work, everybody in the Coppola film, uh, family, uh, so you know, including his daughter Sofia Coppola. Uh, you might remember her for making, she's uh, what's that one film with uh, the the French queen in it? It's the one where she oh, like, maybe. let them eat cake. <laughs> right. Lost in translation. Okay, okay, yeah. that's not where. All right, okay. uh, <laughs> but she'll be there with all the other Coppolas. Uh, they're all beat me mercilessly. All of them will just be getting fist after fist inside of my stomach, my face. Okay, I'm glad of stomach. Uh, they'll rig me to a car with a rope. They'll drag me around a few blocks. Oh, no. I won't be dead. We've done this a lot, so they'll know how to time it out perfectly fine. And they'll take that same rope, find a tree, put it over, and then let me hang until I die. Oh, Jesus, Nick. Wow, man. Yeah. Nick, I don't know if I I like that. I wouldn't take that role on. Nicholas Cage would be worried about that, but you know who wouldn't be worried about that? Who? Nick Lowley, Parrot Man. (laughs) What about uh, Sophia Frickless Cage? Oh, my goodness. Pretty good. We're about to make trillions. Dan. You could buy another country. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> You're welcome. Like, man, Have you guys heard of this country called the United Kingdom? That's gonna right. that's gonna take a few uh few bucks from you. I think so. Yeah. It's a pricey one. Have you talked to anybody? I've talked to the Queen about the knighting thing. 
Oh, right, right, but not the purchase yeah. yet. Uh, that was just a warm up. I thought it'd be kind of gauche to bring it up. Like, right. hey, okay, if you can't knight me, what are we looking at here for buying this country? <laughs> and uh, I decided I wouldn't do that. I was busy petting <laughs> all of her corgis and just enjoying myself and having a good time. Those cute dogs. Yeah. yeah Robert was outside of the window <laughs> waving, like, we got to get going. Uh, those people with those big hats were yelling at him like, this is too racist even for us. <laughs> oh, right. <laughs> I, which I get that comment all the time. I don't know what they mean by racism. Right. Well, we're all human. That's true. Yeah. Some of us are Indians. Some of us are Japanese. Right. And then the rest are white. <laughs> some of us are caricatures right. that were forced into the role. Caricatures. What, what is that? Uh, it's just sort of like uh, a generalization of a, of a culture. Um, oh, that makes no sense. Okay, yeah, we don't need <laughs> to. A, yeah. I think, you know, you seem to be coming from a good place. And, and while you. what you're doing might be a little insensitive, uh, it doesn't, there's, there's no uh, hate that right. I can sense. No, not at all. Yeah. Very genuine. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did have one question about Robert and you guys in the UK. Uh, does he bring the rickshaw with him yeah, how does from that work? the States to yes. the UK? Okay. How does that work? They put on a ferry or something? Or? Uh, have you guys ever seen those boats they use in China? Yes. He has to go all the way across. Oh, no. And uh, I have to say this about him. Didn't think he'd make it the first time we did it. Success every time. Wow. That's These pretty are, impressive. That is pretty good. Do He's you really, go with him or do you fly? Oh, definitely not. Oh, uh, yeah. okay. <laughs> so you just fly. Oh, yeah. I mean, for a $2 million a week. So when I'm traveling, <laughs> right. yeah, know, yeah. When I'm traveling international across seas, I usually have to plan about two months for Robert to get there. <laughs> okay, right. Uh, so usually a lot of expenses. In that time period, I'll usually go... Enjoy myself, buy a few castles. Uh-huh. You know, okay, I, right. So you're just killing time, yeah, buying things. Invest in space shuttles. Oh, yeah. That's the only thing I uh, I haven't been able to figure out yet is uh, I want to be one of the first actors to travel into space. And um, apparently boats can't go upwards. So I don't know how Robert's going to get there. I'm not sure how you move that rickshaw up there. Do you guys know of any space rickshaws? I don't. It seems like a weird technology to bring into space. <laughs> yeah. I've had that same response, and it makes yeah. no sense to me. Not sure. Um, so all this talk about castles and going into space and all this money, uh, my fear is that like these next two movies are going to be flops. And financially, that what, might hurt that? you. Yeah. Uh, a movie that doesn't do well. Or that's maybe... Oh, that, th- have they made those? I, I I've heard... I, I know you, you have. Made them. Wait, no, that doesn't make sense. If it's a movie, that means everyone in America has seen it. Not generally. Well, they might have seen it, but they didn't like it. Okay. Agree to disagree. Okay. Okay. So, like, some of the movies that you've been in, uh, people do not like them. I don't know if they've told you about it. Like uh, Raising Arizona. Adaptation. They like that. They like that. Okay. Uh, Um, Bangkok Dangerous, that one, I know that they didn't really like uh, as an audience. Right. Uh, Well... Once again, I'm going to disagree, but let's say, in theory, if people didn't like this one, uh, it is in the title. It's dangerous. Right. Don't bring everybody. Right. Uh, there might be a giant chair contraption that could throw rocks at you. Uh, so it's it's in the title. That would make sense to me. <laughs> yeah, that did, but that didn't happen to me while I was watching it. I was just really, really bored right. and confused. Lord willing, we'll have that technology soon. That's, uh, yeah, that <laughs> might improve. Uh, I don't know. Well... We we I guess what we're trying to say is it sounds like you're taking some creative risks and I hope they pay off as they definitely will. Okay, in every aspect. <laughs> that is uh that is the definition of a risk, something that will definitely pay off. <laughs> right. Thank you. That is true. 
That is so keep true. on believing that. Just keep going. Now, uh, have there been any films that you wish you were a part of that you missed oh, out on? Oh, good call. Yeah. Have you guys heard of the film Birth of a Nation? <laughs> yes. I was going to say Breakfast at Tiffany's. <laughs> Oh, that's a good one. Uh, Birth of a Nation, that movie made uh, in the early 1900s. Yes. Uh, uh, it's about some uh, friendly people, and there's these <laughs> nope. no do gooders going on. And, uh, <laughs> nope. Yeah. It's, I've, uh, I've often imagined myself, uh, you know, I just want to be that guy on the horse that has that cool ghost costume. <laughs> <laughs> Is that where like, you figured out you want to be a ghost rider? Yes, exactly. <laughs> It's the closest we could ever get to that he film. Was, a lot of people say he was the first Ghost Rider. He definitely was. <laughs> right. So he, you didn't even see the comic books. You thought they were just basically... You know, oh, definitely. Like okay. That took, a, I'd say, a good three days for someone to explain that to me. Oh, okay. okay. So that's why you're confused about the motorcycles, because you thought it was just a horse. Hold up. What's that? A horse. A horse. It's not a motorcycle. It's not a motorcycle. No, there's no wheels on a Let horse. Let me jot that no. down. I need to go get Robert real quick. Here, oh, so. Okay. Oh. Well, well, we'll let him in in a little bit, okay. if you're okay with that. Oh, definitely. Yeah, okay. he, he can come in. You have to invite him in, though, by the way. I gave him vampire rules for everything. <laughs> right. Oh, right. Yes, of course. As long as he's not actually a vampire. No, definitely not. He's okay. got the hat and the teeth and the vampire <laughs> He does rules. drink blood to live. <laughs> and he's told me he's been alive for millennia. <laughs> okay. But he's at least had those softer teeth. So, yeah, you exactly. know, it's, it's not dangerous. Oh, I didn't tell you his full name. It's Robert Nosferatu. <laughs> That's a middle name, though, or is that last name? No, his middle name is Dracula. <laughs> <laughs> uh, when I was making the film Vampire's Kiss, he had a lot of pointers. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. okay, so that's where you got a lot of your inspiration from. That, yes, that is all Robert's work. Mm-hmm. Robert Dracula Nosferatus. <laughs> and he gave you the hairdo and everything. He's like, I have some pointers for you. He was still doing the right. He was still doing the voice. Yes, he lived a very eclectic life. Do you think he was doing? I'm just living like any everyday man. Well, yeah, that's true too. Thank you. Right. Um. Not, poor Robert. I just, I just feel bad for Robert. I'm I sorry. I do too. Yeah. I do too. Well, I mean, it's it's nighttime. He says as long as it's not during the day, he doesn't want to get sunburned. That's why he wears the hat. Right. Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, it all make, comes together in, in case there's any rogue sunbeams during the night too, because he doesn't want to, you know. Right. Mm-hmm. Beautiful, delicate skin he has. Um, now, we are getting near the end. Uh, Dan, I don't know yeah. if you had any more questions for him. I had one that I did want to ask um, eventually. I, I think, uh, I think I'm, I've learned a lot, and right. we, we, can, we can go right into yours okay. if, you're, if you're prepared. Uh, one of my questions, like with Sonic and stuff like this, mm-hmm. do you have to uh, try out for the role, or are you just given the role? No. Uh, Mr. Sega came over to my house and says, be Sonic the Hedgehog. He's like, you got it. Oh, okay. Okay. I got this. You, you didn't take time to think it over. You just said, no, yes. no. That's usually how all my roles happen. <laughs> it sounds like it. Yeah. It sounds like they gave you a lot of creative control with, uh, you know, involving Mike Myers and all that. Yes. Too. And, uh, you know, I'm part of the Hollywood Illuminati, so it's easy to pull the oh, strings. No. Oh, okay. Don't know if we have time to get into that. I one, want to admit that that's no, just we're another about to wrap up. Yeah. So I don't think that's every. Uh, but like, uh, you know, Charlie Kaufman just knocked on my door one day. And he's like, "Hey, you want to play two of me?" I'm like, yeah, of course. Of course. And that was a good choice. And that's that was a good goes. choice. Okay. Right? Uh, I mean, that's generally the, the worst film I've been in, definitely the biggest flop, as this flop concept I heard about earlier. You're mm-hmm. kind of figuring it out. You you might have to think about it a little bit more, but yeah. I'm glad you're at least trying good. to. Another learn about. critically f- panned one. Uh, Moonstruck, that's another one. <laughs> nope. That's <laughs> A lot of people like that one. That's oh, I'm well, a big good. fan of. It's yeah. Good. Doesn't make sense to me, though. Well, okay. <laughs> I understand. That's It's no next. 
Right, it's not. And next is really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were actually working on a sequel for that one. I can get into this briefly just because I want to get the title. It's called uh, Next, Please. Next, <laughs> comma, please. Next, exclamation comma, please. Exclamation mark. <laughs> okay, good. I'm glad you guys put an exclamation yeah. point. That, yeah, I'd like to see that. That would be a good suggestion. All takes mind. place in a restaurant mm-hmm. towards the end of a meal. And <laughs> is it just people like skipping before and after their meals of just yes. pushing for All right. I like the very simple plot lines. It's not really trying to Thank do you. too much. It's just... Is there kissing in that one? Yeah. No, but there's full penetration. <laughs> okay, good. As Mike Myers would say. Yes. And he's casting the role as the waiter. Oh. <laughs> I look at him, I look at him and I say, next please. And he goes, yeah, baby. I don't know why I love that so much. Have you guys heard of this uh, character named Sasha Conan Baron? Yep. Yeah. It's exactly that. Uh, I've also cast him as the other waiter. So I say, next please. And I... He goes, yeah, baby. And then he goes, my wife. <laughs> right. <laughs> and then there's... I Which is, he's looking for his wife as a waiter in the film. Oh, okay. Oh, she, she got lost. She got lost. Oh, okay. okay. So there's a little bit of intrigue also. Yes. I, I see. That's very good. Okay. Simple yet complex still. I'm afraid that's going to be another flop, Dan. I don't know. But at least... So kind of like Moonstruck or Raising Arizona. It doesn't sound like either of those two, personally. <laughs> he's a... Uh, at least you have a lot of projects going, and uh, one of them will probably come through for you. You would think so. In a big way. Thank you. Right. You're uh, welcome. Nick, do you have anything else you would like to leave us with? Um, I recently found out the crudes are based off real things that we used to have called cavemen. Right? Mm-hmm. Just and been thinking about cavemen a lot. Right. Now, were you in crudes? Were you I a was. voice for I was it? Uh, the voice of Daddy Crude. Okay. <laughs> right. I have not seen it. I've I'm, heard I that's a good it. one. He was, uh, as I describe people, crude and lewd. Little, little work in blue there. Yeah. yeah little, right. Um, so you learned about the concept of cavemen. Yes. Uh, the idea of like learning the wheel and the fulcrum and all these things that are now big basis of all of our technology. Yes. So I'd like to plug cavemen. <laughs> the show I research podcast <laughs> a little bit. This is where you plug things, right? Yes. Uh, right. I'd like to plug cavemen. Uh, just as, a, uh, as an idea, a concept? Concept, idea. You okay. know, just what we all are, really. Or the, common a- men. the common ABC men. show. Is there a ABC show, Cavemen? I don't yes, know that one. Uh, we're from the Geico commercials. Oh, oh that's right. Yes. Oh, that's the what I think that's yeah. one of those flops you were talking about. <laughs> <laughs> right. There you go. See, just like every uh, normal everyday man. Yep. Nick, <laughs> right. you are one of us. Thank you. Thank well, you. Well, I think that was a big uh, part of this podcast where we really get to know uh, the man part of yes. Nick Cage. Yeah. I, uh, I got to learn a little bit more about my role from you nerds. <laughs> thank you. Well, thank I feel you. like people hear this and they'll relate to me more on a common level. All right. They'll be like, his rickshaw Dracula is just like my rickshaw Dracula. <laughs> right. Right. Yeah, it makes sense. Naturally. And you know what? They come up, they come in all shapes and sizes and that's all right. There's nothing wrong with that. Right. Well, sometimes thank- it's just comically funny to me. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, I'm going to go home and watch uh, Breakfast with Tiffany's. Thank you. Yeah. Tell me what happens at the end of that film. Okay, too. just still, the first part. We we're just, we're all gut busting so hard at that beginning part. We just turn it off. What's the point? Right. It uh, doesn't get sure. any better than that. Well, thank you very much, Nick, for coming on to our show. Yeah, and letting your guard down a little bit, thank letting you. the people see what you're all about. That's great. Nothing bad's going to happen from it. I don't foresee it. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Everything's going to go well for Nick Parrot. I think it's a uh, Nicky Nick McMahon Parrot guy. Rolls right off the top. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Thank you, Nick. This show has been brought to you by Machine Culture.